Welcome to Joy. I'm your host, Danette Crawford, and in every episode, I'm going to empower you to live a life of victory as I encourage you through real life discussions in powerful biblical teaching. No matter what storm you're facing today, remember, God has the power to turn it around. So let's jump into today's teaching. Thank you for joining me today for joy. I'm Danette Crawford, and I'm excited about the message that God has put on my heart for you today. Forgiving even when it hurts. You know, at the times in life when it hurts us the most, that's the time that we need to forgive. And you know what? It really takes the power of God in our life extending his grace and mercy to us when we release forgiveness and we grant forgiveness to people in our lives that have hurt us. Where are you at today? Are you in a place of pain? Are you in a place of shame? Well, God wants to set you free because forgiveness is like holding a debt and refusing to cancel that debt. But you know what? That's exactly what God did for us. God canceled our debt from sin by forgiving us and allowing us that privilege of being back in right relationship with him. I'm excited about today's message. Let's look at Psalms chapter 34, verse 19. And it says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. It doesn't say that the, that the Lord delivers us from them all. You know, we don't like to go through problems. We don't like to go through pain. We don't like to go through challenging times. We just want easy, right? But it doesn't say that he delivers us from them, but the word tells us that he delivers us out of them. In other words, we'll be right in the midst of many afflictions. We'll be right in the midst of problems and challenges, but God, out of his love for us, he delivers us out of those situations and out of those circumstances. You know, when people hurt us, the, 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 the word in history shows us that the bloodiest wars are civil wars. You know, the police department will tell you that the most dangerous calls for police officers to go on are domestic calls. Why? Because the closer the people are to us that hurt us, the harder it is to forgive, the more passionate we are, and the more painful that it is. Today, I want to challenge you to allow the Holy Spirit to look into your heart, and if there are people that you need to forgive, make that choice today to release them. Later on on the show, we're going to talk with a special guest who went through extraordinary circumstances in her life, in her marriage, in her family. But she's going to share with us the power of forgiveness. God wants to deliver you out of those afflictions. Let's look at a definition of affliction. Affliction is defined as the cause of persistent pain or distress or great suffering. The cause of persistent pain or distress. You know, when we have pain, we do crazy things. Have you ever stubbed your toe? And you know, it wasn't the person next to you that was the problem. You stubbed your own toe. But you stub your toe, and then you start yelling at people around you, right? It's kind of a natural reaction. 
Where are you at today in this place of pain? Allow the Holy Spirit to bring to mind to you right now those that have hurt you, those that have wounded you. And can I tell you, it's never worth hanging on to that unforgiveness. Number one, the Bible says, if we don't forgive other people when they sin against us, God can't forgive us. That's not worth it. Nothing is worth losing your salvation over. Have you ever accepted Jesus into your life as your savior? Maybe today you don't even know the personal joy of knowing him, of the cancellation of the debt of your sin. You know what? It's not about what you've done. It's about today. It's about you choosing. And you know, the Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son in John 3, 16. And that's you. I accepted Jesus into my life at the age of 17. And if you want Jesus in your life today, if you want him to cancel the debt of your sin, pick up your phone and call us 757-420-2625. It's the most important decision you will ever make. You know, a lot of times unforgiveness is rooted in pride. And so many times when we're offended, see, the Bible says that we will be offended. It's not a matter of if you will be offended. It's a matter of when you're offended. But when we're offended, we have to make the choice to forgive and release those people that have hurt us and wounded us. So many times pride says, wants us to say, oh, I'm not hurt. I'm not offended. And the more you're like, I'm not hurt. I'm not more offended. That is your clue that you were hurt and you were offended and God wants you to release it. You know how I have learned to really get past that place of pain and really forgive is by praying for that person. And you know, when you start out praying for that person, you may not really mean it in your heart. You may want to mean it. See, forgiveness is just a choice. You choose to forgive and begin to pray for that person and pray blessings for that person. Pray what you would want God to do for you. And as you take that step of faith, your heart will open up. You'll have the love of God for that person. And it will be a process, but you'll be able to release it and forgive them and be a promoter of love. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 17, verse 9. It says, he who covers over an offense promotes love. But whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. God doesn't want you to repeat the matter. In my book, Don't Quit in the Pit, I teach about uh, an instance that God gave me. He said, Danette, I don't want you to nurse it, your pain, your hurt, your offense. I don't want you to nurse it. I don't want you to rehearse it. I want you to curse it. I don't want you to nurse it. What does that mean? Oh my gosh, nobody's ever had it as bad as me. You're nursing your wounds. Rehearsing it is when you pick up the phone and you tell everybody else around you what you're going through. You're nursing it. You're rehearsing it with the people. But God says, I want you to curse it in the name of Jesus. We've got to take that pain to the foot of Jesus. We've got to give it to him and then we choose to forgive. And that's what God wants us to do. And then we can be a promoter of love. You know, it's not what we go through in life. It's our reaction that determines our destiny. When my husband left me, I was 
nine months pregnant. It was five days before I delivered my beautiful baby girl. Long blonde hair now, big blue eyes. She's 22. But I had to choose to forgive. Forgiveness is a choice. Let us pray for you. 757-420-2625. When we hang on to unforgiveness, the person that it hurts the most is us. Maybe today you feel that you have a right to hang on to that unforgiveness. Can I tell you, you never have a right. God wants to set you free. And God wants you to know that he's got a place of healing for you. As you make that choice and you make that decision, you can go forward in life. Let's look at Psalms chapter 55, verse 12 through 14. It says, if an enemy were insulting me, I could endure it. If a foe were raising himself against me, I could hide from him. But it is you, a man like myself, my companion, my close friend, with whom I once enjoyed sweet fellowship as we walked with the throng at the house of God. In other words, it is those people that are the closest to us. Don't allow the enemy to win in your life by allowing you to stay in bondage to unforgiveness. Don't allow the enemy to have his schemes in your life, but release them. The schemes of the enemy are to steal, kill, and destroy in your life. And a top way that the enemy does that is to get us to try to hold on to unforgiveness. Maybe today somebody molested your child. Maybe somebody left you. Maybe somebody divorced you, cheated on you, committed a crime against you. The word doesn't say that we can forgive of this and this, but not this. Just like God forgives all sin, we must release and forgive all offenses. And it takes the power of God in our life. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11 through 12. It says, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, and against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. You know, we have got to realize that our battle, it's not against flesh and blood. It's not against people. It's against the enemy. And a top strategy of the enemy is to get us to hang on to that unforgiveness and bitterness. Why? Because your eternal destiny and my eternal destiny is dependent upon it. Colossians chapter 3 verse 13. It says, bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. We've got to forgive who is it in your heart that has just put that excruciating pain? You know who I'm talking about. You know that situation. You know that circumstance. It may be multiple people. Well, today is the day for you to break free. Today is the day for you to choose to forgive them so you can get up out of your mess and you can go forward. You can't go forward if you're hanging on to that. Pick up your phone, call us, let us pray for you, 757-420-2625.
God has amazing things for you. Don't quit in the pit. Don't allow yourself to get stuck at that place of unforgiveness and pain, but allow God to take you forward. Right after this quick break, I'm going to be back with my special guest today on Joy, and we're going to hear her testimony of how she supernaturally, by the power of God, forgave the one that hurt her the most. God wants you to break free from everything that's hindering you, and He wants you to come into your next season with victory. What's holding you back today? Fear? Discouragement? Addictions? Financial bondage? Whatever you are dealing with, God wants you to be encouraged not to quit in the pit. But know that God has the power to turn your situation around. For a ministry gift of $35 or more, you can receive Danette's new 45-day devotional, Break Free, and best-selling book, Don't quit in the pit. This special package offer will help you step into your season of victory. Order today by calling 757-420-2625 or order online from our e-store at DanetteCrawford.com. You can also write us at Danette Crawford Ministries, P.O. Box 65036, Virginia Beach, Virginia 23467. Order today. God requires us to forgive even when it hurts. And you know, it's during the times in life that we're hurt the most that it's the hardest to forgive. But we have to make the choice to do our part. And my guest today has done just that. Veronica Dole's, Veronica Smith. Veronica Dole Smith. That's right. Yes, I yes. am so <laughs> proud of you and I'm so excited of what I've seen God do in your life. And I saw you firsthand make the choice to forgive. I was there as you were walking it out. And you know, that is hard for every single one of us. And the closer the person is to us, the person that hurts us, that we feel a sense of betrayal, the harder it is to forgive. But I saw you walk in that. So tell us about that with your situation with your husband. Yeah, it was, it was definitely one of the most painful times actually Yes, one of the most painful times I've ever walked through. Um, we were earlier in our marriage, um, maybe a year in, he actually lost his job. And um, maybe months right after he lost his job, his past addiction had surfaced. And I was totally, totally unprepared for that. And I will say that was probably one of the biggest fears that I've ever had is when it comes to drug addiction, because that's not an area that I'm accustomed to or know how to handle. And so it was like my biggest fear came to fruition. And um, it was hard. Mm -hmm. It was really hard. It was unexpected. It was hard. And um, it was really difficult to manage through that. So as he was slipping into addiction, did you know it right away or did you find out later? Um, I didn't know it right away. And I actually saw like signs that there was potential activity, you know, things kind of change. The person changes, uh, their behaviors start to change. You know, so at the same time, I'm trying to research and, and discern, okay, what is actually going on? And um, a situation happened where it just exposed itself, and that's when I knew. And um, 
I, you know, approached him about it and talked to him about it. Of course, he denied it at first because that's most time that's what happens in, you know, those situations because you, the other individual is dealing with guilt and shame. So I know he was walking through a time of guilt and shame, but um, I believe the process of being rejected with his job, even though the loss of his job wasn't his fault, um, it turned into a spiraling out of control. And so I had to endure that maybe about four or five years at the beginning of our marriage. So like all my dreams of the beginning of having this wonderful marriage and things are gonna be great and it's gonna be awesome, within a year's time, all that completely got stripped away. You know, marriage is stressful. Mm -hmm. And so lots of times, I mean, I've heard so many stories that just the pressure of marriage, that somebody that had a, an addiction history, a history of addiction, that it resurfaces. So here you are, you're newly married, you're dealing with this addiction, your husband addicted, you're working, he's spending the money on the drugs, not working, and you're carrying the household, wow. Yeah, it Tell was, us about that. It was really, really serious. And that was a lot of weight. It was a lot of pressure because I had to be responsible for the entire household. So yes, I was working, I had started working two jobs. Um, and so at the same time, still trying to serve in church and you know, it, it was like walking around feeling as though you're empty. And, and I believe one of the biggest things was not having feeling as though I had anybody to, that I right. could trust to talk to about right. it. And that probably was even more painful yeah. because when you're trapped in that, yeah. you're looking for type, some type of relief, some type of answer, some type of help, and it just didn't seem like it was coming. You know what, I, I wanna stop right there because I know exactly what you're saying. I felt trapped and I felt that I had no one that I could talk to. I want you to know that we're here to pray for you right now Confidentially, you can pick up your phone and call us 757-420-2625 because you are not alone. I was not alone in my abusive marriage and I felt trapped that I couldn't talk to anyone. What Veronica was going through, you're not alone. God is there and we wanna pray for you. 757-420-2625. I'm so glad you said that, Veronica. So then you're, you're carrying the weight of this. You feel like you can't talk to anybody about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and in addition to that, we, we have a son. So my son is right around maybe 14, 15. He's right at that age where he needs to have strong directives in his life. He's in high school, you know, things are, coming and happening with his life. And it seems like everything was just falling apart. Absolutely everything. And you know, the one thing about addiction that I've learned from being a wife of a spouse who was addicted is that you can't control it. And the person, you have to wait until that person is ready to change. There's nothing you can do. I mean, you can pray for them, right. yes. And, I, and it had really gotten to a point for me that I had became so angry and upset about it that it was, hard for me to pray mm. for him because you look up and a year goes by, two years go by, goes by and when it gets to four or five years and you're still in that situation, I, I believe that that hope and that faith for me at that moment, it, it started to try to turn to a root of bitterness mm. and anger and I was angry. I was upset because my heart and my idea of what I wanted for marriage. Like I didn't just go out and just, to me, I didn't just marry anybody. I married someone who loved God, who had a relationship with God. And, and so to see that person fall, and I'm not saying that I felt like I was above him at all, no, mm -hmm. but it was a huge disappointment for me. It was like a blow, mm -hmm. a, a really serious blow that I wasn't prepared for. 
Well, you know, a lot of times marriages, they don't make it past the addiction because everybody has choices to make. Mm -hmm. And so we have choices to make, they have choices to make. Did you ever think about leaving? Did you ever leave? Tell us about that. I did, absolutely. I did think about leaving uh, many times. I knew I could always go home. My parents always said, you can always wow. come home. Wow. It didn't matter. And so I would always have that in the back of my mind. But because I knew that marriage was a covenant and it was a commitment that I made, um, I, I knew it wasn't right for me just to walk out. So what I did, and it's gonna be difficult because I'm trying to hold back the tears. No, you can cry, girl. Yeah. Tears are healing. They're healing. Yeah. They're yeah. healing. And so what I did, I because I had my son and things started to get so rough for me emotionally and personally, I sent my son to live with my parents. Mm -hmm. So instead of leaving the marriage, I felt like I had enough to try to endure it and maybe through time, you know, my husband would come around and change. So I sent my son to go and stay with my parents. I didn't know until a while later that that hurt him mm -hmm. because he felt like I chose wow. the situation yeah. and my husband over him. Mm -hmm. You know, so God had to do a work and a healing there. But things really didn't take a turn until the addiction got so bad that he and my um, husband ended up having to go to jail and incarcerated. And that just really turned, made the turn. That was the turning point for the whole entire situation. You know, so many times I see parents that want to rescue their child. And I say, if your child ends up in jail, let them sit there for a little bit yeah. because it's like Jonah in the belly of the whale. They're yeah. going to have their prayer meeting and they're going to get, you know, what they need. Mm -hmm. So during that time, how long did he spend in jail? Um, I believe it was maybe about a year and a half. And is that where he had his turnaround? Absolutely, yep. He had a come to Jesus time wow. because he's always loved the Lord, but I believe God allowed him, when you mentioned Jonah, to be in the belly of that fish long enough that he, God, him and God had to get some things straight mm -hmm. and in order. And yes, that was the turning point for him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe today you are at the place of a come to Jesus moment that Veronica's talking about. Maybe you have hit the bottom of the bottom in your life. Maybe today it's your loved ones that are hurting because of your addiction. Can I tell you, love yourself enough, love your loved ones enough, and love God enough to get free. God wants you to break free and there's nothing that's too difficult for God. You might say that you've been through rehab 129 times. Well, this is your day of deliverance. Pick up your phone and call us 757-420-2625. We wanna pray for you because it's not too difficult for God. God did it for Veronica and her husband, Corey, and God's gonna do it for you. Well, you made the choice to forgive. So what happens is we have to do our part choosing to forgive and put them in the hands of God and let God do his part. So God did his part in jail. And meanwhile, you're out, you're working, you're taking care and you're being healed.
right? Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. And during that time, you know, God was doing a work. And I and, and for me, I had to actually take my hands off of it. I believe that that was one of the biggest lessons, because when we have a family member or a loved one who is suffering, our heart is to help them. We want to rescue yeah. them. And God helped me to understand nobody can rescue like I can. I'm the only one who can really turn a life around. And to see while that work was happening for him, while he was away, God was doing a work in me. He opened doors. I was able to come into the ministry and work full time for the ministry. But that was a time of healing for me. And I'll never forget, you know, it was a, a conference that it might have been a New Year's service that we had actually went to. And a prayer was prayed over me that God was going to give me my song back. Wow. I remember and, that. And I remember it that. It was powerful. It was really powerful. And that person through the spirit was able to see that I was at such a broken place. And, you know, God really used you instrumentally during that time in my life because you loved on me and you allowed me to go through the process of it. You didn't require more of me, you know, and it was it was healing. It was healing. But God knew exactly what he was doing during that time. I didn't know what was happening but he knew what was yeah. happening. And so it matters to be able to surround us with people that will love us and, and not, um, you know, a lot of times we get in situations and people want you to rehearse what you're going through mm -hmm. or they want to know more. Tell me more about your situation. Mm -hmm. And you never did that. Mm -hmm. You just loved on me with the love of the Lord and, uh, and it allowed me to heal. And the most important thing that you did, and I know you don't want this, but I got to share it, but you prayed for us. You pray for me and you pray for Corey. Mm. And it made all the difference in the world. Mm. And God did a great work and he's mm. turned it all around. Now he is fully restored. Mm. He loves the Lord. God did a complete work and my son. He did a complete work wow. in him, you know, but God is awesome. He's awesome. But I had to choose to forgive. God is an awesome God. Yeah. And God loves you so much. And you know what? Jesus is at the right hand of the Father interceding for you. He's interceding for you. He knows this day. He knows that you're going to watch this program. God wants to set you free. He wants you to accept him into your life and into your situation. And I just want you to say, Jesus, right now, just call on the name of Jesus. Say, Jesus, I need you. I need you in my heart as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me of my sin. Come in and cleanse me. And Father, give me the grace to forgive. If your heart is calling out that today, pick up your phone, call us, 757-420-2625. Choose to forgive. Choose to invite the Lord into your situation. And you know what? God is no respecter of persons. What he did for Veronica and Corey, he's going to do for you. You just have to choose to put it in his hands. Now, you know, everybody has choices to make. Choose Jesus today and open yourself up to the joy of the Lord. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Joy with Danette Crawford today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. You can learn more at www.danettecrawford.com. 
Every day, we are making a difference in the lives of at-risk youth and single moms through over 23 community outreach programs. Will you give your best gift today and help us bring hope to the hurting? To find out more or to give a gift, go online to www.danettecrawford.com.